0: You're listening to the Sports On Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.
1: What's happening? Happy Monday. And welcome into Pod That Brothers. We are Two Brothers Talking Sports. And I'm Sammy, one of your co-hosts.
0: And I'm George. And welcome in to the greatest show in podcasting.
1: Today, for our audio clip, we always start with one. I think y'all should know what it is. Joey B, the man, and some Bengal stuff. So check it out. McPherson and Cincinnati
0: is heading to the Super Bowl. He called it again. I'm sure he walked up and he goes, "Can you believe, Coach? We're going to the Super Bowl!" And they did it. They beat Mahomes at home. Wow, Joe Burrow. No way. Only two quarterbacks have won an FBS national title game and a Super Bowl. And that's Joe Namath and Joe Montana. And Joe Burrow's trying to be the third.
1: Bro, I have one big comment. is Remember that stat I told you yesterday when Tony yes. almost said it? That the two, the national championship is Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, Joe Montana. No, sorry. Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and the third would be Joe Burrow. Did you mm-hmm. notice yesterday that it's all Joes?
0: I was man. It's like you took the words out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was going to start with. Uh, it's good to be named Joe, <laughs> that's, yeah. and you be a quarterback. But that's that's a pretty amazing stat.
1: Well, the stat's amazing itself, but the fact that it's three—well, it's two Joes, and the third one could be Joe Burrow. That I, I we talked about this yesterday. Like this one, I've, I this is not pre-prepped for the podcast for those that are listening. Like yesterday, we were like, "Oh, that's a cool stat that Tony Romo just said." It literally just struck me, as he said, Joe Namath, Joe Montana, and the third to be Joe Burrow. And you know what's crazy, George, is that stat's really hard to do because mm-hmm. not that many people, and it sounds stupid, but it's the truth, but like, not that many top-notch quarterbacks that won in college have ever been that great in the NFL. It's a lot of people... a lot of Tom Brady's that win Super Bowls and the Patrick Mahomes and the Russell Wilsons, right? Who maybe were a little doubted before. It's not always that number one pick guy.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like kind of makes me wonder right now. And while you were talking about that, I was looking and thinking, and maybe you can help me out here, where there are a lot of young quarterbacks in the NFL. You have the Patrick Mahomes, the... Justin Herbert's. So I guess Trevor Lawrence, if he ever becomes really good and wins the Super Bowl, could be eligible for that. But there's not like two up, but in general, there's not that many people who are eligible for this. There's not many national championship quarterbacks who are actually in the NFL.
1: Yeah. um, I'm trying to think who have been the quarterbacks that have won. This is interesting uh, because there's some that. Like, 2000 was Oklahoma's Josh Hupel. Don't even... Ken Dorsey, Craig Krenzel, Matt Muak, Matt Leiner, never was good. Vince Young, never won. Chris Leak, Matt Flynn, Tim Tebow, Greg McElroy, Cam Newton, AJ McCarron. Newton Um, got close. Newton got close. AJ McCarron's 2011. And then from there forward, it was... A lot of those Alabama quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence's, Jameis Winston. Um, Jameis will been... probably
0: get it done at some point.
1: <laughs> he'll, he'll be like a as a backup, maybe. <laughs> How dare you? You never know.
0: How you dare you, know. Sammy?
1: <laughs> Tell me Jameis wouldn't be the best backup in the league, motivation-wise, hype. He probably would. He'd be a great backup, but I, I hope he does as a starter. Yeah, it's, it's not happening. Joe Burrow is going to be the guy I can't believe. How many, like, I just can't believe, listening to Tony Romo there, right? Not only that's mm-hmm. that, but he was like, there's no way. That's literally what he just said. Man, Joe he goes, no just way,
0: him. no yeah. way.
1: <laughs> in Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. What was that thing you showed me yesterday too? Who has Patrick Mahomes lost to in the playoffs? Just Tom Brady,
0: right? Tom Brady and Joe Burr are the only two quarterbacks to beat Patrick Mahomes in a playoff game.
1: Man, and he, I guess the first thing that I would say that really makes me blows my mind, I guess, about what happened Mm -hmm. yesterday. If we really broke it down, just like who's truly a better team? Is it the Buffalo Bills or the Bengals, right?
0: Oh, it's totally the Buffalo Bills, I think. I mean, experience everything. It's just they're a better team.
1: And that's why when I was watching that game yesterday, I was almost certain the Chiefs were going to pull it off, even when it got close, right? I was like, okay, if if they... could do what they did to the Bills. Like this Bengals team has a bad offensive line. Eli Apple was getting embarrassed left and right. The defense is, is good. They spent a lot of money this season on defense and it's good, but it's not the Buffalo bills defense. It, it really, I guess the difference was that. I don't know. Maybe the chiefs ran out of gas, but the one difference I could say is maybe Joe Burrow is like the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. And maybe Josh Allen's like the sixth and maybe they have a little bit better of a quarterback.
0: Well, yeah, and you know, in general though, what's crazy, crazy, and I think there was something you said there that was important. I was like, okay, as the game kept going on and going on, I was like, all right, yeah, the Bengals are cute. This is cute, you know, like a tiger roar, but they're like, in general, when the first of all, they're cheese, not a tiger, they're a Bengal. But that, was, I, I, Bengals and tigers, I think, are the same thing, right? I'm not quite sure. It's a the type they're of tiger. really different animals. Um, anyway, a couple things here, though. The Bengals got the, the Chiefs got down to the five yard line and it was first and goal. And I thought there was no way, at least they don't get a touchdown and make Joe Joe Burrow go downfield to score a touchdown and win the game. And they had to settle for a field goal. And when that happened, I still believed, okay, well, they're going to overtime. Oh, well, Chiefs got the ball first. All right, the Chiefs are gonna score. And the bank Beng- Bengals won the game. I'm with you. Like there, It did not feel like it was going to happen. It felt like it was going to end up being one of those games where at the end of it, it's like, oh man, the Bengals really put up a great effort here. This is a team for many years. It's going to be challenging to get to a Super Bowl. But instead, they pulled off what what is felt like a miracle and are in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but their
1: whole everything they've done has kind of felt like a miracle at this point now too, right?
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh,
1: the Bengals... Okay I have to stop you, so I did some research. Okay, I'm absolutely wrong.
0: <laughs> a Bengal is a tiger, right?
1: Yeah, I, I this is I've learned something completely new. The main difference between Siberian tigers and Bengal tigers is that Siberian tigers have thick heavy coats to survive the winters. Bengal tigers have thin light fur, which is light yellow of dark brown black stripes. Um, the Siberian tigers are bigger and heavier. so the Bengal is like that skinnier, maybe less vicious version More of a, agile yeah of a tiger <laughs> i i i did not know that but i guess that's why when i always type in bangle on iMessage, the only emoji comes up is the tiger and i'm like it, give me a bangle emoji but turns out they are also tigers, tigers. so i apologize for yeah for calling
0: for well, calling your Calling your RAR stupid. I was about to say the R was still <laughs> stupid, but at the end of the day, Sammy, this this is a sports podcast. I don't expect you to know that much about the type of cats.
1: Yeah, I, I,
0: I, I guess I don't know much about cats. But can but I tell I, you one uh, thing about cats real quick that is actually has to do with sports? Yeah, sure. I saw a stat on uh, Twitter yesterday. I wish I saved it, but uh, Andy Reid is now 0-3 in conference championship games against teams that have a cat as a mascot.
1: Okay, well, Bengals.
0: I think we need the Jaguars. Was, um, no, the Jaguars. Are, when he was on the Eagles, he was coaching the Eagles. They did lose to the Panthers once. Those are cats. And I don't know what the other third cat was, but uh, yeah, it's three cats. He's now lost to Owen three against cats in uh, championship games.
1: What are the team? Was it the, there's only four teams with cats. That's not, that, <laughs> that's not possible unless he lost to the Panthers twice.
0: He may have lost to the Panthers twice. Because in,
1: there's only four teams. They call them well, the four, who are the big four cats. teams. The four big cats of NFL football are Jaguars, Bengals, okay. Panthers, and Lions. And I, I'll be damned if he lost to the he Jaguars or Lions. The lo- yeah. he did not,
0: now, maybe it's in the playoffs in general. Maybe he lost once to the... Maybe it's just 0-3 against teams that are um, cats in the playoffs. It might that not be... Because the Jaguars against with Blake Bortles. And then they went to the AFC Championship yes. game against the Patriots.
1: That's that's what I was thinking. When it was Alex Smith, that was the... Yeah. That was the moment Alex Smith lost his job to Patrick Mahomes, right? Andrew like, yes. we lost to the Jaguars. Let's... Uh, Let's move off of Alex.
0: Let's upgrade.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was time. Well, what we usually do, George, is uh rate these games, right? This week, it's a little, I guess, just to, we're almost 10 minutes in. I'm going give, to give the people some <laughs> briefing here, right? Is we're going to do our Rotten Tomato ratings for the two games. Um, And then we're going to kind of shoot the shit about Super Bowl week, kind of like yep. how we have been this whole podcast, because we still have 13, 14 days, 15 days almost, right? Like 14 and a half days until the yep. Super Bowl. Monday next week will be our bigger Super Bowl extravaganza podcast, the longer version. But throughout this week, don't be shocked if you see a couple small episodes come out or throughout next week. It's Super Bowl week. We're going to try to grind out content whenever we find interesting topics. But for today, instead of giving our Super Bowl bets, you know, 20 days out, you never know if there's injuries or different things that happen. We're going to shoot the shit with some football. But we're going to still do those ratings cuz those ratings are are fun to do and as you can already tell, George I have a feeling we both have some pretty solid ratings for both for this game, especially. We're both talking yes. about how amazing it is, right? And I will say another fact or stat that we can talk about is Love that him. it was a tied for the biggest comeback in AFC in a championship game history, 18 points. Right.
0: 18 points. Me yeah. and
1: you both thought this was over early on. I remember I had my minus seven, Ben. We were like, oh, what an easy game for the Chiefs. Like, this is pathetic. Oh, my God. Here we go again. They're impossible. And somehow, Mr. Joe Burrow pulled it off. he I don't know how. Yeah.
0: Well, there was a p- moment in the game, and everyone knows the moment, so I'm not, like, breaking any crazy news here. Um, and it <laughs> Breaking was in the, and down the,
1: this moment we all saw. <laughs> we saw.
0: The four, and uh, th- right at the end of the second quarter, they could have got you know it was 21-10 chiefs went downfield and instead of settling for three points or throwing the ball towards the end zone they threw like a screen pass to Tyreek Hill clock ran out and then as they were running into the locker room sammy you said something which i totally agreed with at the time this would this doesn't matter this matters a lot for most teams but probably not for the kansas city chiefs <laughs> and it actually ended up mattering a lot in the grand scheme of things that they didn't get points there at the end of a half yeah, it
1: was like, like I, like I said, you just said it, It I legitimately was like, this is only important for any other team, but the chiefs, but yeah. it turns out it was important for the chiefs too. And I think Andy Reid actually, after the game did say like, he takes blame for what happened at the end of the half. And that probably plays a big role in the final outcome of the game. Not probably, mm-hmm. but you know what he means? He's like, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a big, that, that's a big part of what happened. Um, that's a momentum shifter and that's a big moment. And they still could have ran a play to the end zone and got a field goal, but yep,
0: totally. But no ran a um, screen.
1: And, and the they never scored happened. a touchdown
0: the rest of the game.
1: No. And the same thing happened with the Rams game. Uh, remember Sean McVay on like a third and something ran that screen to cam Akers, and it was a right. bad call. And they showed the camera to Sean McVay really quick. And he pointed at himself and he said, my bad, my bad. Right. Um, and it goes to my theory that we always talk about. And I'm not an NFL coach because <laughs> to be honest, there was like a screen pass to Cooper cup that brought a big first down different things. But I really tend to hate two plays in the NFL. One is like third and like mid-level screen passes. It's almost like, I feel like sometimes you're just giving up on the play yep. and the fade to the end zone, unless you have Calvin Johnson. Right. And I know you agree with or Jabbar definitely. chase there at, at when the fair Bengals got that touchdown. Okay. But in general, some people in try general, to just I hate throw faith to just, average receivers never works and same with the screenplay like oh it's third and 15 Pete Carroll for the Seahawks What is he gonna run let me guess like a screen pass right for yeah. gain of three like we know it all is gonna happen so we did see two screenplays almost cost two teams a chance for the Super Bowl it might have costed the Chiefs a chance at the Super Bowl I mean there's obviously more that plays into it but right that was a big 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 moment and I still can't believe George that It actually mattered. The Chiefs, they were up by so much. No way. And that was probably their theory, right? We're up so much. Well, why the fuck would this matter?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it goes back to analytics, right? If you go keep going for it, eventually it's going to come out, come out to to pay off, even if like you know you leave three points on the board. But no, it didn't pay off. I mean, they what the game went to overtime, so and they lost by three points. Just those three, like literally, that would have changed the whole entire game.
1: Yeah, it probably would, and. I do have a huge comment to make here, George, on the podcast. This is... um, I feel like uh, today, I'm the one with the derailed comments that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I just noticed, this is a big moment in Pod That Brothers history. I love it. I can't wait to hear what it is. This is the biggest moment, George, of the podcast. For the first time in maybe two years, maybe a year and a half, I just noted, we are seated in different screen positions...
0: I, I noticed that right different. at the beginning of a podcast, but I wasn't quite sure if I was correct or not, so I didn't say anything. I'm like, uh, either my, because also it's the first time I ever used a wide angle camera, so I was like, oh, now it's just a wide angle camera. I'm I'm tripping.
1: Well, I don't know how the wide angle camera, George, would have anything to do with what side you're no, sitting I, on on the screen. I do so. But no,
0: I I, I I just was like, maybe I never noticed, and it was just I. It's just a camera that's throwing me off.
1: For those, if you're watching on Spotify, you can actually watch our videos now on Spotify. Or on some TikTok clips at Pod That, you know, we put up clips throughout the week and different things. You will always see me on the left side and George on the right. But today, and I'm usually the one who changes it right away. I usually have this like twitch. George knows if he comes into the stream before me, I kick him out, put myself in, so I'm always on the left. So it is the first time. So we have a new position, new life, George. This is a new beginnings for Pod That. I kind of like it.
0: Kind of like a just like, you know, like the Bengals, new position, new life. They're now Super Bowl bounty.
1: I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And I I am rooting for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm just going to start there also. Um, I bet on the Chiefs because I was, you know, trying to bet against George uh, to tie him up in our betting competition, which we'll get to. I got my ass kicked this playoffs, but it was pretty impossible not to root for the Bengals, right? Like, isn't it hard not to root for
0: them? Totally hard not to root for him. And now this is just a great segue to something I've been waiting for the right time to bring up. So great. It was so easy to root for the Bengals and so easy to root against the Chiefs because of Jackson Mahomes. And a little bit because of Patrick Mahomes' wife. But not Brittany. as much as... Her name is Brittany. 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 I know. Brittany Mahomes. Is it wife or fiance? They have a child now. They have a child now. Okay. Well, some people have childs before being married. So I'm just making sure. Um i'm just saying in general
1: i was saying more like they've been married now
0: they've been married Okay. I, I must have not been invited
1: although i do think you're right i think she got pregnant while they were engaged so you, okay. you are right
0: but yeah uh it was easy to root against him because of jackson mahomes like we the america has been spared of a super bowl of jackson mahomes being involved
1: yeah, my man is uh, actually you're right. I think it's his fiance by the way. So um I'm pretty sure it's it's Mahomes' fiance. I just googled it. You were right.
0: Sammy, I'm really good at like types of cats and who people are married
1: to. Yeah, I guess uh, I'll stick to sports here and not worried about the <laughs> who's who's married to who. But uh, it is easy. People hate on Jackson Mahomes a lot. It's easy to hate on. My man is out here like I saw so many videos yesterday people trolling him and you know oh jackson mahomes and the chiefs lose the super bowl then it's like somebody doing like a tiktok dance like posting (laughs) it like good season boys and it's like the guy is obnoxious and i think um ah, here's the thing jackson mahomes is just like any other young person on tiktok enjoying life whatever i think it's just so weird because it's one brother is like a super bowl winning maybe the like could become either like the top, probably could become a top five quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. And like kind of this just this badass. But then you have like Jackson Mahomes in short shorts doing TikTok dances like on the field. And you know, his fiance was spraying champagne on people from the press box last yeah, game, which is like, kind
0: of like a dick move.
1: Yeah, like, I saw a lot of of people tweet, like, I'll be damned if some... I saw saw a woman and men tweet this. It's not about a woman thing, but it's like... No, no, no. I'll be damned if some girls in a press box spraying champagne on my head in the middle of a game. Like,
0: fuck off, dude. But you know what's the weirdest part about that? Like, everything you said, like, Patrick... Okay, so you said Jackson Mahomes, obnoxious, kind of cocky, arrogant. Like, right? He portrays that. And Patrick, on the other hand... Doesn't portray any of that for someone who seems so humble, likable, really well spoken. I've never seen anything where I saw Patrick Mahomes and like, ah, man, that guy is unlikable. For his brother to be so polar, oppositely unlikable is really like weird. Yeah, that's actually a good
1: point. You, you rarely see, I feel like a lot of times you see like two brothers that are. Talking like,
0: sports and they're obnoxious, like, yeah, <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs> either if somebody's watching this <laughs> podcast, they're gonna, either gonna most likely be like, I don't like both these guys, or I like both these guys, yeah, usually.
0: Usually, like that's usually how it the goes.
1: Manning brothers, right? Or uh, whoever it is in sports, it's usually like in sports or in. Just the world in general. A lot of times you either like both of them or don't like both of them. It's pretty hard to have such a polar opposite. The only other example is like, so I guess you could see some of the opposite with Aaron Rodgers' brother. His brother, like out here on The Bachelorette or on The Bachelor, and talking about how bad of a person Aaron Rodgers is. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of polar opposites. Although, although, Jordan Love talking bad about his brother on national TV also is kind
0: of shows as obnoxious. But like, let's just okay, say...
1: Wait, wait hold on. Why'd you just finish my sentence for me? I said it kind of shows up as, it kind of shows up as him being as annoying as Aaron Rodgers or yeah. as like outwardly an asshole as Aaron Rodgers. Like, okay, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is an asshole, but now you're calling your brother an asshole on national TV on a big time show. Like, you're also kind of an asshole. So, this is maybe one of the rare scenarios of Patrick Mahomes, cool guy. Nobody hates him for anything. And then brother, like TikTok star that people think is like the most annoying dude in the world. It's it's a right. very odd world
0: we live in. Yeah, and the and it's funny to me. Like like if you, you said Aaron Rodgers is a great example. If this was Aaron Rodgers' brother and he was this annoying, I'd be like, yeah, okay, makes sense. But yeah, not Patrick. No, That's yeah.
1: I don't know if went to say after that. Okay. Yeah, But so. I do have
0: one, one, one last thing. Uh, I just want to pivot off that real quick because I have one more thing to add before we give us our Rotten Tomato ratings. Are you ready for it? I, I'm, I, I, I'm
1: just letting you talk, yeah.
0: All right, cool. Two things. One, uh, Joe Burrow is the, the first ever number one overall pick to make a Super Bowl in his first two seasons. But then that sparked me to go look at quarterbacks who have made the Super Bowl in their first two seasons, as uh, either as – let's not even used as a starter because Patrick Mahomes made it in his second season as a starter. But I mean, I've, I've already told you the guys. But Pat, Joe Burrow joins Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, and Dan Marino as the three quarterbacks who made the Super Bowl in their second season as a starter.
1: Okay, yeah, he's – um. I don't know. He's doing things that I don't know what it technically means. I don't know if this means we're, we're watching one of the potential top five all time quarterbacks up and coming. Right. Mm -hmm. Because uh, here's the thing. You could say whatever you want about, you know, Oh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Everyone's like, well, Trevor Mahomes is Trevor Mahomes. Sorry. Sorry. I was going (laughs) to, I was going to ask you for it's because of you. You're like, for the listeners are gonna hear it. It was just kush, 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 like shaking his microphone. Oh,
0: I thought it, I pressed Mike. That's uh, Mike, I thought I pressed mute. My bad. Yeah. So
1: that's why I got distracted. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence plays for the Jaguars, and everybody wants to play this whole game of, well, oh, he's on the Jaguars. That's why he's not good, right? Like, oh my God, like the Jaguars suck. The Cincinnati Bengals had the number one pick in the NFL draft last year. Right. Yep. Um, they're the worst offensive line in football, maybe. And they have been I mean, historically, over the last like ten years, especially, they were worse than the Jaguars. Jaguars went to an AFC mm-hmm. Championship a few years back, and I guess Trevor Lawrence didn't go into any worse of a situation than no. Joe Burrow went into, and so I
0: actually better situation. He didn't tear his ACL this year. Burrow tore his ACL in like so mid-year. many different places mid-year, yeah. and so
1: I I'm not saying that. I expect Trevor Lawrence to make a Super Bowl next year. But I just want to use it as an example. I promise you the Jaguars won't go to the Super Bowl next year. I'd actually be shocked if the Jaguars even found a way to make the playoffs next year. Mm-hmm. But Joe Burrow came into Cincinnati even with only half a season as a rookie. You can just tell how he changed the culture. And then the team, I feel like even like just the team around it started believing, right? And the way they went in the offseason just picked up a lot of defensive pieces. Drafted a wide receiver for him and Jamar Chase. And I feel like they kind of basically said, like, yeah, wow, we are I feel like they already saw the impact Joe Burrow makes as a quarterback in the locker room and decided we're going all in because like we we have something special. And going all in only took this next season to go to the Super Bowl. And I promise you, that's not gonna happen with Trevor Lawrence. It's not gonna happen with Justin Fields or even Mac Jones. And if it happens with Mac Jones, it's probably for different reasons. Joe Burrow's doing something at a completely different special level. Um more special than what Russell Wilson did with Pete Carroll. Uh mm-hmm. Pete Carroll and and John Schneider built out a crazy good defense, right? Like one of the yeah. best of all time.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it uh, I mean to keep piggyback off your point, also more special than what Tom Brady did. He rode, I mean he was kind of a game manager. Uh not going just to in that game but
1: and forget game manager or not, they had a kind of Super Bowl ready team Right, right. With with Drew Bledsoe, like they might have won a Super Bowl with Dro- Drew Bledsoe, uh, right. if Tom Brady didn't come in. And Patrick Mahomes came into a team that, outside of Alex Smith being like a Jimmy Garoppolo type, they they were kind of an AFC Championship bound, could potentially make a Super Bowl bound type of team. Mm-hmm. Same with Russell Wilson. They signed Matt Flynn to a twenty million dollar deal because they had a top you know running back they had a top defense one of the maybe some people were comparing them to 85 bears right yes joe burrow's the only one from this list of these young quarterbacks making it big that i feel like came into a piece of shit situation it's him like and a next marino year. yeah that's true but i hope to god i this, know this is not a marino situation
0: what makes the super bowl and never comes back Never goes back after a year or two. No, I hope not. I mean, Joe Burrow def- definitely carried this franchise. But if I took one thing out of everything you said, Sammy, I, I just want to make sure everyone heard your hot take. Sammy has guaranteed the Jaguars to not make th- to win the Super Bowl next year. I, not
1: make it I'm, even actually. I, oh
0: my god, man! I'm just I-, I can't believe you had the audacity to say that. You know, on, on tape. I'm also a
1: uh, well known on the podcast Trevor Lawrence hater. So. No, no, it's just just, but it's
0: like imagine if they made the Super Bowl this year, just like just rewind to last. <laughs> they won't, no, no they just, won't. I I agree with you. They won't. Make like, it. like, what do you mean to say? They're not gonna make shit, dude. They're not gonna
1: make the playoffs. They couldn't even keep Urban Meyer for a, a season, so I know they're not making shit. Um, as for the Chiefs, really quick, I know we've kind of you know stroked the Bengals for <laughs> quite some time here. Uh, as for the Chiefs, I will say. What they're doing is pretty ridiculous still. Yeah. Even just, I mean, they were what? Uh, a couple plays from the Super Bowl again. That would have been,
0: mm-hmm.
1: would that have been what? Three Super Bowls and four three, years?
0: Three and three in a row. Right? Yeah. They three lost in a row. to the
1: Bucks last year.
0: They lost. They beat the 49ers the year before. Yeah. This would have been their third straight Super Bowl.
1: Yes. So they, this would have been three out of three years.
0: Yeah, 3 yeah. out of 3 years. Yeah, and 3 out of 4
1: too. Technically, yeah,
0: but yeah, uh, 3 out of 5 and 3 out of 6 and 3, three out of whatever. Seven. Well,
1: <laughs> we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, we're yes. not talking about the Chiefs. So, he I don't know. I think that's they're still doing something that is like almost like a Tom Brady level, right, in the Patriots. Um I will say he will probably be back to a Super Bowl within the next 2 to 3 years. Um and it's not going to shock me when that happens. So shout out to the chiefs. That's all I want to yeah. say. What they've done is still pretty. Like if I was a chiefs fan, you want to win the Super Bowl, obviously, but like, let's say we're the Seahawks, the Seahawks haven't been back to a fucking big time playoff game in like five, six years. Right. It's pretty amazing what the chiefs are doing still.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, just to piggyback off what you said, I mean, next year they are like, according to Vegas, the Super Bowl favorites heading into next season, which is pretty remarkable.
1: If you ask me, like just another year, and because they they have most of their guys still pretty what they have most guys pretty signed for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah I,
0: I believe so. I mean, I don't want to say yes because I don't know anything about their cap situation, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know much about cap either.
1: Well, I guess do we have anything else on this game? I do. Oh, I I remember what I wanted to okay. mention is McPherson because that was the first like. After I think Tony Romo said it, he's like, "I bet you." He went to to Zach Taylor and told him, "Coach, I can't believe we're going to the Super Bowl." Before he even kicked it, because last week, what did he say to Joe Burrow? Right, we're going to the AFC yeah. Championship.
0: Yep, I love that. So,
1: I, I this he's a rookie, so I, I just got to say, as a rookie, this is one of the more impressive. It's not easy to just make big kicks in the playoffs. We've seen so many choked kicks, so many m- missed kicks. We saw. Matt Gay for the Rams miss like by fucking 30 yards to the yeah. right in the middle of a playoff. And I think he's been in the NFL for a few years. Um, if not more,
0: yeah. this so, rookie just doesn't give a shit. Like, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. Like he literally doesn't care. Like he's a rookie and it's like oh, big kick. Yeah. Whatever, dude, <laughs> literally, yeah. whatever, no fear.
1: And I, I think that's just pretty sick to be honest. Like, I, I don't, I don't have much more to say other than that's sick.
0: Yeah. Shout out
1: to him. Are we going to do our ratings? Yeah. Um, All right. We'll hit our ratings for the Bengals Chiefs
0: first. I want to hear what you got. All right. So I gave the Chiefs and Bills game a 99 on Rotten Tomato, which is the highest rating you can possibly get. I don't think you can get 100, right? I, I don't know the rules on Rotten Tomato. So...
1: I mean, it's our—it's also our rules. I, I okay. could say, yeah. Can we give a hundred? Okay.
0: Well, I, this game was slightly less good than the Bills and Chiefs, so I'm giving it a 97. It was slightly less good. And last week, you said you gave what 99, right? We both 99 gave a, yeah. to the Chiefs and Bills. Okay,
1: and the reason. So there's there's two theories you could have here, right? You could say it's less good than the game last week, which I agree. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree. But you could also make the claim that the fact that both teams got the ball in overtime makes it even better than last week. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem, I guess, the lead-up to overtime was not as good those last three minutes, right? Yeah.
0: but so it was the best argument. three minutes of football I've ever seen in my life, maybe. The Bills game? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you can make the argument, like I said, that this this also had the beautiful aspect of, I mean, the the running joke I even tweeted out was time for a coin flip to determine who wins goes to the Super Bowl, right? And it mm. actually didn't happen this time, which is
0: kind nice. of amazing. It's, it's, it's nice to say the least. I, and
1: dude, the best was Josh Allen, right? When the Chiefs won the coin toss, just tweets out the word pain. Pain I it feel was, them. Dude, that tweet had like a hundred thousand likes in four minutes because it was just so Josh Allen probably watched that and saw the Chiefs bomb god damn it, rules. I don't mm-hmm. like them.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw a uh meme and I tweeted it out, and it was a picture of a quarter, and then on the quarter it just like said in like letters, I'm about to decide this AFC championship game so motherfucking hard. Yeah, I guess it's true. <laughs> Isn't it true? <laughs> like, I mean, for the most part, it is. But this time, it wasn't. And I'm glad it wasn't because, you know, if the, let's say the Chiefs went down and scored. How much would people fucking bitch? Like, and they should. I'm not saying they shouldn't. But how much would people have bitched?
1: Once again, I don't consider that bitching. I consider that, like, rightful complaints. Bitching, mm-hmm. to me, is like bitching for no reason, right? Like, Jalen Ramsey bitches all the time. Right, yeah. we'll get to him. But well, we'll he to him bitches like. at things and he's he's bitching for no reason. That that would be a rightful complaint, but yes, maybe in your eyes that's considered bitching. Everyone would be bitching a lot because at the end of the day, like the fact that Josh Allen didn't get a chance to have the ball on his hands in that last week's matchup is kind of BS. And if the Chiefs scored and Joe Burrow didn't get a chance, it'd be BS. The Agreed. beauty of what happened this time is Joe Burrow got the ball in his hands and Patrick Mahomes got the ball in his hands. Unfortunately, well, and Eli Apple
0: almost had the ball in his hands. (laughs) Almost.
1: There was a lot, bro. And tart in the 49ers game. There was, there was a lot. Yeah. It almost happened. So for me at the end of the day, this game was almost better than the bills game because of the overtime, but you're right. Because of that, the ending wasn't that great. The chiefs had no offense in the second half. It wasn't like the bills game back and forth um i'm gonna give this like a 95 percent. it's probably the second okay. best game i watched this playoffs i'll run with 95 i mean that that's probably what that's still not, very good reading. it's probably like a top 10 movie of all time
0: yeah that's like maybe like shawshank redemption
1: yeah i don't know if i'd give shawshank my top five but i also only like comedies, so that's yeah. another story for another day <laughs> i'm like what is mine like uh I'll be like grown ups with Adam Sandler, 97%. It has like a 24% on Rotten Tomato.
0: <laughs> I, I, I'm just I'm I'm literally just on my phone right now looking up what is Shawshank's Rotten Tomato score. Shawshank Shank I can give you the top five Rotten Tomato scores of all time. Okay, Let's see how we Shawshank shank yeah. was a ninety one percent.
1: Okay, so it's not uh, not a ninety five. Not a ninety five. Okay, I'll give you the top five of all time. And you're right, it is uh there is no hundred percenter, which kind of makes okay. sense, right? Yeah. Like, okay, this is pretty crazy to me actually. Number one, ninety-nine percent is it happened it happened one night. Never uh, seen it. It's from nineteen thirty four. That's probably why. Yeah. Uh number two is ninety nine percent as well. Citizens Kane, nineteen forty one.
0: Never seen that as well. I've heard of that one though.
1: Citizen Kane.
0: I have haven't. you not? No.
1: Maybe we should watch these two movies They're the I two, mean, best no, movies I mean, so two best movies of all time.
0: Two best movies of all time. Might as well watch it.
1: Citizen Kane. Why does that sound so familiar? Well, uh, number three at 98% is Wizard of Oz.
0: Okay. Uh, number, it's a
1: good movie. Number four is 98% Modern Times, which is from 1936. Didn't see it. Number five. I actually haven't watched this movie yet in so many of our friends are like, what the fuck is wrong with you for not watching this movie? By yet? the way, I've
0: never seen The Wizard of Oz either. So I was just gonna Okay, that's kind of it. crazy.
1: I've seen The Wizard of Oz. I'm,
0: i know you have. I just never seen it. But just want to make sure. I good.
1: actually played a lip sync contest where we won in seventh grade. George knows I was the Tin Man. So I have to kind of watch Wizard of Oz. That's be, the most of a Wizard of Oz of I've, Oz I've <laughs> ever watched with Sammy as a tin man. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment, though. We won first place. Uh number five was Black Panther, ninety-six percent.
0: I still haven't seen it. I, I, I'm going. We'll give. Let's give Black Panther a, a uh, Garner this week. Yeah, we will. And also that. that Can you that, go that with thing? six through ten as well? Just hey, out, wait. Give in, me a second. A little rapidly. Well, just give me a second here. All right.
1: The problem with these rankings is actually there is a hundred percent ranking because it depends. They're mixing the rank Rotten Tomato score plus the audience score. Okay. But like number twenty four is 100% Rotten Tomato score. It's the Philadelphia story, 1940.
0: Okay, I've heard of that.
1: And then you got things like Parasite at number 6, Avengers Endgame at number 7, Casablanca at number 8, Knives Out at number 9, which is from
0: 2019. That's a great movie. You didn't watch that? It was, I think it was on Netflix or Amazon Prime. One of the best movies I've ever seen. I'm surprised. I didn't know it was like that highly rated, but Knives Out is fantastic.
1: I'll add that one to my list. And the one that I've been trying to get you to watch for years now is us is number 10 on Rotten Tomato.
0: Right. We'll get we're gonna have to we should try to get through some of these movies. Here's what's interesting about us. It about is me and a, you or the movie? The movie Us. Okay. It is
1: a 93% Rotten Tomato meter. It is a 59% audience score.
0: So that means it's mixed reviews. There's a lot of people like you who think it's great and there's a lot of people who I have never seen it who don't think it's so great but 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 you're right because if it's a 93% tomato score that means the uh the people who know their shit like it. it's it, it's probably a lot like what's it called the move the
1: euphoria show you're watching now i know that yeah. the the like filmography part of it and like the probably the the script behind it is something amazing but i digress uh because I want to get to the San Francisco 49ers and Rams game. All right, let's let's, let's get to because it. Because we just I just read off 10 movies and we've literally seen like 3 of them, which shows our movie yeah. uh shows our pop culture movie skills. Sammy, did right you say off.
0: Casablanca is Casablanca is one of them? You know that's in Morocco. Let's talk about Morocco for not
1: I have never even seen Casablanca. <laughs> Me either. Rams 49ers um I have a lot less to say about this game to be honest. Um Maybe because we've seen these teams play three times this year, maybe because it's NFC West, they play against our Seattle Seahawks and Mm -hmm. we just know, I don't know, like everything I kind of expected out of this game happened. Like Jimmy G was pretty average, tried to throw 15 picks, but he didn't, but he played well when it mattered, but also had a really bad play to end the game, Mm -hmm. which I expected. Uh, Matt Stafford's a badass on the Rams, and OBJ did his thing, and Cooper Cup did his thing, mm-hmm. and the defense showed up, and it was just kind of,
0: I don't know. I, I, I can describe it for I you. Thought.
1: What? It, was it Rams really versus did, versus 49ers.
0: It, it really felt like the Rams versus 49ers that, on that 1 o'clock window when there's only three games, and it's kind of boring, and Red Zone barely ever shows it because there wasn't enough big plays. It, it, was it, just, it Here's the yeah. Debo
1: Samuel – play here's the cooper cup play and here's the obj play
0: yeah and that and that was kind of it it felt like you know that one o'clock window and you're like damn it this is the only game on right now
1: yeah but it it played a lot of or i guess i don't know it it brought a lot of like interesting thoughts to my head in the sense of what's gonna happen with jimmy g next year Mm -hmm. which we should get to and of course the obj stuff for me is just like man i was so fucking wrong i really thought he was I was way more wrong. At, at least you still were like, yeah, with well, the Seahawks, you give him a chance. I'm like, no, he's washed up. Like, you, you at least were like, give him a shot. My thing is, I thought he was. I thought he was a little washed up, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I thought it was a little ridiculous to consider him. You know, I thought it was ridiculous what his dad did, trying to like blame Baker Mayfield and stuff. Because I'm like, there is an aspect of a receiver getting open and making the catches, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it turns out all that is wrong as well, because mm-hmm. maybe. There's two sides to this too, which is also the aspect of Matt Stafford, which is maybe Matt Stafford's also been very undervalued his entire career because he yep. Yep. he just he made two out of the in my opinion two guys that could be top five receivers in the history of the NFL. One is Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. That's a product. That's of Matt right. Stafford. He played Matt Stafford. Cup, if Cooper Cup, I'm not saying Cooper Cup's top five, but if Cooper Cup did what he did for another five to six years. There will not be a single argument to not say he's a top five to ten receiver in the NFL. And two that's gonna be two Matt Stafford guys. That's like Mm. I never thought of that. That's like being the quarterback for Randy Moss and Chris Carter or for Jerry Rice and Terrell Owens. That's a very specific thing,
0: right? Mm -hmm. Or no, but I love that. I never thought of that.
1: Michael Irvin and Trollins. Like we're talking about like Troy Aikman guys and Joe Montana guys and you know, like really specific two receivers that one quarterback.
0: Built his career. I really like that. I never actually thought of that, and it, it it puts some more respect on Matt Stafford's name because it's kind of rare in the NFL for something like this to happen, and that's kind of what I'm getting. Like, I take away out of this game, it's so rare that like a team is like, "All right, man, we just are a quarterback away from winning the Super Bowl or getting to back to the Super Bowl." I know they made of Jared Goff, and they go make it like a blockbuster trade for a guy who everyone is like is Matt Stafford overrated or is Matt Stafford good? Is it Matt Stafford the problem or is the Lions the problem? There's so many questions about Matt Stafford. And he – like it's so rare in any sport for something like this to work out so seamlessly. Like yeah. trade for the num- this guy who we think has been on a cursed team, bring him to our team, and immediately get to the championship game.
1: Yeah, I, I am actually shocked. I guess to Mm -hmm. say the least. Um, they made that trade. I saw something on Twitter yesterday that it was January thirtieth, two thousand
0: 2021.
1: Um, it was during Super Bowl week, right? That right that whole thing went down, which I think me and you talked about yesterday. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I didn't know
0: it was possible.
1: (laughs) But I think what happened, to be honest with you, George, I think that it was one of those where because they were both in Cabo, remember? Like Mm -hmm. Doing whatever. I think it was one of those situations where they were they agreed on it, but it wasn't actually allowed to be finalized
0: till post till like, Super Bowl. Post, yeah, post Super I don't Bowl. know really the rules or anything.
1: I think they came to terms or whatever during that week. Okay. But it's pretty crazy. It was exactly one year later after the terms were agreed upon that the Rams are headed to the Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. And you can tell by the way Sean McVay hugs him and talks mm-hmm. about him. Like it was uh What was it? He was, I think he was, it was on the podium or whatever. And he was like, I just want to say, like, shout out and appreciation to Matt Stafford. Like, that was the first thing he said. Like, the guy is basically like, thank fucking God, I don't have Jared Goff anymore.
0: And I have Matt Stafford. um, This is here. I got. I saw one thing that I found was interesting. I think you'll find it interesting. And this is about Matt Stafford. Uh, Detroit must be feeling like this is like the closest Detroit's ever gotten to a Super Bowl, right? Like Matt Stafford is a quarterback and Eminem is performing at halftime. That's big time.
1: That's Unfortunately, big time. it's LA
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but Detroit's probably like, all right, we well, I'll take it. <laughs>
1: like, all right, we have Eminem. That's a good start. And Matt Stafford, that's our guy. That's <laughs> our guy, Yep.
0: Yeah. I, I, a, did, I, I did see
1: all over Twitter, man. There's a lot of people that root for Detroit fans are rooting for Matt Stafford. This is oh, not yeah. a this is not an anti Matt Stafford Detroit thing. Detroit, no, no. Detroit's on his
0: Detroit side. rides with Matt Stafford.
1: Yeah, which I would too. It's not his fucking problem,
0: to be honest.
1: Like, no, I think they know. Like, De- Detroit is the reason Calvin Johnson retired early from that NFL
0: and Barry Sanders.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and Matt, Matt Stafford is like, all right, I tried for eleven years, guys. Like. Really appreciate it. By the way, I just thought of something, too, Super Bowl-wise. I know this is so random, but we just said Matt Stafford, and I was thinking Detroit, he was the number one pick, right? Yep. When was the last time we had two number one pick quarterbacks play against each other
0: in the Super Bowl? Wow, that's a really good question, actually. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's happened like in my lifetime. I, I, I can't remember one. Peyton Manning... Number one overall pick, made a couple of Super Bowls. Eli Manning made a couple of Super Bowls. Peyton Manning versus Cam Newton Super Bowl. There you go. Damn it. Since night, yeah. Let's see.
1: Oh, uh, they're only yeah, they're the only second pair. Matt Stafford and Joe Burrow are the second pair of number one quarterbacks to meet in the Super Bowl. Yep. Staff, it's... uh. The first time ever was only six years ago when you're right. When Manning beat Cam Newton, that's That's kind of crazy. crazy
0: That was the first time in the history of the NFL for that to happen. That's nuts. Yeah. Like I'm sure
1: there's been like a number one offensive lineman versus number one, something else. But if you Mm -hmm. think about it, how many, almost every year a quarterback goes number one, that even dates back, back in the day, the pretty, yeah, it was pretty Like not every year, but it happens a lot for that to only be the second time ever shows how many failed number 1 quarterbacks there there've been. But that is isn't that kind of crazy? This is only yeah. the second time ever, two number 1 quarterbacks.
0: No, no, it's nuts. And it also shows you said how many failed number 1 picks, but it also goes to show how many times it's the franchise's fault. Like yeah, now sure. that I think about it with like the Matt Stafford thing, right? Cuz like, okay, we could have said, let's say Matt Stafford finishes his career in Detroit, played three more seasons, finished with a record below 500, never three won a playoff I'm just throwing a number out there for fun. Like that would have been, he's played 11 seasons in Detroit to say, Uh, dude, if he he was
1: shocked about three seasons is because
0: he's only 33. I know, but three more seasons in Detroit, you're fucking retiring. That's true. Just (laughs) like Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson. So let's just say he played three more seasons and finished all three of them around 500. He would have finished below 500 in his career and had never won a playoff game. You'd be like, Oh, okay. Number one, overall pick kind of a failure. That's what people would say. Slightly, now, yeah. right away, you move them to L.A. and it changes. So, like, now I really think, like, we talked about, you know, sometimes Joe Burrow could overcome it, right? Um, but there's going to be quarterbacks who are number one overall pick who just can never o- overcome a really horrible organization, no matter how good they are. Because Stafford yeah. is
1: proving to be good. I mean, this is actually a really interesting situation because we kind of have polar opposite number one picks right now. I know. We have – the young one that went to a shit franchise and turned them around in a snap of a finger, and then you have the number one pick that tried for eleven years in the shit franchise, and eventually said, "I gotta go," and went yeah. to the superstar-studded Los Angeles good organization to try to grasp those last couple years of possibility mm-hmm. to win a Super Bowl. So it's pretty amazing how the two sort of the young one that's overcoming the bad franchise and the older one that's like, give me a shot somewhere else. Cause I couldn't do it in Detroit. And hmm. you know, if, if he wins a super bowl, if Matt Stafford wins this George, I don't know if anybody can ever overcome Detroit. Like that is pretty crazy to think this guy spent 11 years there and had guys like Calvin Johnson in this organization couldn't even win a playoff game. And he goes nope. one season later and goes and wins the Super Bowl elsewhere. That'd
0: be crazy. And I mean, Detroit hasn't won a playoff game in your lifetime. Yeah. That's pretty insane. That's, that's- nuts. It's crazy. No, they're, they're just shitty, but I want to, I want to bring something up here and it's pretty simple. Just get to it. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I want to make sure it sounds right, right? You want to make sure it sounds good on the pot. Is Cooper Clut Cooper Cup a slut? I, don't I was get thinking it. about it. I this know thing. I know
1: you're gonna have a stupid joke here, but no.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, it's kind of funny because I was listening to some stuff about Cooper Cup, and they said that when Jared Goff was traded, Jared Goff was his best friend, and he used to spend every minute with Jared Goff and had his locker room locker right next to Jared Goff and went to breakfast with Jared Goff and watched film with Jared Goff. And then when Jared Goff was traded. He did the same exact thing with Matt Stafford. As soon as Matt Stafford got there, he became best friends with him. Their wives became best friends. Now he eats breakfast with them, lunch with them, goes. So I his think quarterback, recu- You mean? Yeah, his quarterback yeah. Odell's not doing that. Robert Odell's- Woods is not doing that. I'm just George, saying, Cooper Cup. I, I know Cooper you probably knows, saw
1: this on Twitter somewhere, and you no, think it's I really didn't. fun. No, I
0: think Cooper okay. Cup is very good at getting you know, you know, getting a little closer to the quarterback, getting some more, uh, you know, targets. I, I kind of <laughs> like it. I, re- I respect I'm, it. I respect I'm i
1: going it. to just slow you down here for <laughs> a second. I'm going to tell you this was by far the worst joke you've had on the podcast in the history of this podcast. This might be the worst one. I think it's one of the better theories I've ever. Is had. Cooper Cup a slot for? Being friends of his two quarterbacks he's had in his career?
0: (laughs) Wow. He changed. Jared Goff was his best friend. Now Matt Stafford's his best friend. He switches best friends like this. Wow. Shocking.
1: Wow. Is Jamar Chase (laughs) a slot for being friends of Joe Burrow in LSU and in Cincinnati? I think so. Wow. (laughs) Just a shock. The guy's friends (laughs) with his quarterbacks. I don't know where this is. Uh, It's more of
0: a a lighthearted joke than anything else. (laughs)
1: I know, but there's just so many other ways to approach that one, but that was just... I'm just saying that there could be people that say 10 out of 10. There could be people that say that was a 0 out of 10 joke. You never know the scores that can come. You're right. Alright. You, you could be like the movie Us. 98% Rotten <laughs> Tomatoes score, 54% from the audience. So you I never think know that's
0: about what it is. is. I think it was a great joke but the audience. is going to be about 54%. Yeah. But the Rotten Tomatoes, 93 <laughs> the, the comedian would have been like, I get it. That's good. Yeah, the reason I hesitated on that joke too, I wasn't sure what was funnier: is Cooper Cup a slut, or is Cooper Cup a Targets whore? I didn't know which one I was gonna go for.
1: I don't know, but I could probably tell you, George, that um, almost Both every good. over every receiver is friends with their quarterbacks. Terrell right. Owens used to cry about Tony Romo and also yeah. be friends with you know his other quarterbacks as well. So it's well, pretty, he pretty did normal. throw
0: Donovan McNabb under the bus.
1: Yeah, but maybe he didn't like Don McNabb as a person, but I'm sure he's been friends with other quarterbacks as well.
0: He has, he has.
1: Yeah. It's not that shocking. But Rams to the Super Bowl. We do got to mention the 49ers really quick because I've been seeing a lot about Jimmy Garoppolo today. And I think that's the only topic I care about. Jimmy Tart did miss that, or Jim like that dropped that interception, which could have helped, but
0: could have helped. Who knows what would have
1: happened after they would have punted. Who knows? Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, the, the 49ers did get the ball back with a minute left and ended up, you know, throwing an interception. And the big topic of the day is where is he going to end up? And they even asked him after the game, like, uh, this could have been your last snap, which blows my mind. They're in the right, NFC I Championship and they're asking about, could this be your last snap? And he was like, I don't want it to be, but I don't know. Um, what's crazy to me is Jimmy G is going to be, if he does go somewhere, a huge upgrade for so many teams. And I, I truthfully believe you're going to see Jimmy G in the playoffs somewhere next year while the 49ers are not in the playoffs. And I think it's going to be, I, I could see a that really weird. Trey Lance is not going to be ready next year. It might be two, three years. I don't know if I'm the 49ers, the roster they have, if I'd be so ready to move off Jimmy G. Cause if you send them to Denver or to Pittsburgh, those teams are going to be competing in the playoffs next year.
0: Right, especially the AFC. If you want to look at the AFC as an as a whole, well, no, AFC is really hard at quarterbacks. If you send them to an NFC team, I meant to say, like you can see them competing really quick for a playoff spot.
1: AFC too, George Ben Roethlisberger on the Steelers made the playoffs. You wouldn't be taking yeah. out too many options. You had the the Raiders with uh, Derek Carr. If you put Jimmy G on the Steelers or Broncos, uh, you could see them edging out a Raiders for the playoffs, or the Pittsburgh Steelers being possibly the same position they were. So yeah, yeah very me, possible, very possible. It's it, they're they're good. he's great. I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Trey Lance because if you're looking at the roster of Debo Samuel, Samuel and the defense they have, and George mm-hmm. Kittle and all the pieces they have, if Trey Lance doesn't isn't great for two three years, you might be missing a window.
0: Oh yeah, totally. Because you I mean, you have like you said, it's a stacked roster and. and I don't know what they're going to do, man. It is interesting to think about it because, I mean, in his two seasons where he was healthy and starting most of his season, he went to the Super Bowl and an NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And it, and in general, like... We've seen teams do this before, right? I mean, we saw the, the 49ers get to the NFC Championship game with Alex Smith and move often for Colin Kaepernick, get to a Super Bowl, and lose. We saw the Chiefs get to the divisional round of a playoffs with Alex Smith. Move, poor Alex Smith. It's, he's always <laughs> the like example. Move about Alex Smith, go to a Super Bowl, and win a Super Bowl. And you wonder, right? Like I, I don't know what Trey Lance is. from the limited time we saw Trey Lance, it doesn't seem like he's that huge of an upgrade to Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's really the big difference. Like if you had a Patrick Mahomes waiting in the wings, yeah, it makes sense, but maybe I'm wrong. I just, but I just don't, from what I've seen so far of Trey Lance, it just doesn't seem like he's that wow factor where I'm like, I need to move off of Jimmy Garoppolo to get to Trey Lance era in San Francisco. That's
1: how I feel. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to, that's why I'd be shocked if he's gone and not shocked in the sense of, I didn't see it coming. Just shocked in the decision making process, I'd say, but Fun games yesterday. Uh, we, we should get to our score here because we do oh, yeah. have our am I the asshole section still to go. Yep. And uh, I just want to say, last but not least, as we get to these scores, after our shitty super wild card weekend, there has not been a single miss of a nope. game. Every single game has ended in a final possession, one possession game. I Every single game.
0: That's what Since, six in a row now.
1: Six in a row, finished yep. in a one possession, either a game-winning score or the team the drive before was the game winner, and the other team failed to convert.
0: Yeah. Like, well, hopefully the Super Bowl uh follows suit.
1: Okay, we got to do our score, and then I'm going to ask before we get to my ask. So I will ask you your your early prediction because it's we have so much time. But yep. what is your score from the? From the Rams 49ers game, I'm
0: assuming we can't. It's not as it didn't go to overtime, they're not going to beat the Bengals Chiefs. No, I think like an 87%. It was a very good game, uh, missing some like big plays and stuff, but high quality NFC championship, one possession game, uh, some big names, 87%. I'm actually with 87 with you as well. Um, <laughs>
1: 95 because I gave a 95, it's not like 10% worse for me, but no, like, no. It was the the quarterback play was not as spectacular when you have Jimmy G on one side. And Matt Stafford played a great game in the second half, but I feel like there were some parts where it was just a lot of up and down. Um it wasn't like you said, it was like a one o'clock window, you know, Rams, yeah. Chiefs games. There was no comeback. It was kind of just like a
0: couple bad of bad challenges by McVeigh that made no yeah.
1: sense. Like yeah, 87 sounds good.
0: 87's good. And uh yeah, it
1: was a amazing couple weeks of football, though. I'm sad that. There's no football next week and the weekend after it's the last game. It's, it is quite disappointing. Absolutely. Tough times, tough times. Um, Okay. Before we get into our bonus, am I the asshole section, which for those that are going to listen to that, uh, we're going to do one of them on this. And then every Friday we come out with our bonus podcast. If you want to hear the whole, am I the asshole section for the week? But George quick thoughts on the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to have way more podcasts leading up for Super Bowl week, but early prediction. Any thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think the Bengals win the Super Bowl for some reason. I think Joe Burrow completes like this, like absolute dramatic, you know, storyline that he's created for himself, not that he created it, but that he's overcome to achieve this storyline. And I think the Bengals win the Super Bowl. Um, And Joe Burrow becomes like one of the most famous people in the United States. His
1: swag is unmatched. His, you know, the, He was wearing those Cartier glasses one week. Mm -hmm. He had the the chain yesterday, and he did the caption Cartier glasses. I won't even Pikachu. Love it. You know what the line goes? Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I forgot what song that is, but it's a rap song. Like the guy has swag. He like, Mm -hmm. I feel like he hits every swag demographic too. I feel like he's cool with like the white side of people. He's cool with black people. He's cool with guys like us were Arabs like foreigners our parents would look at him and be like that guy's kind of cool right yeah like he's just a cool parents, dude well like, cool. he fits all the he's not just like a cool white people or like I feel like just cool like he's got he's like, he's like kind he's or,
0: confident or not cocky Like he's great. I I love Joe Burry.
1: All demographic of people will think he's cool, right? Like our parents would look at him like, what a cool guy. And
0: I look at him like, what a cool guy. Everybody like smoking cigars. Like dads are like, ah, yeah, I love a good cigar when I'm celebrating.
1: I saw Colin Cowherd say it today, which he has the old Joe Namath, puffy jacket, smoke a cigar, old school. Like, like, like he's living back in the day type of thing. I know this season, like, When in training camp, he deleted social media during training camp because he was like, I just don't want to look at it during training camp. And like kind of he kind of has that old school swag. And it's hard for me to root against him. So I'm not rooting against him in the Super Bowl. I'm actually rooting for them. My early thoughts are the Rams are gonna win, though. Just my early thoughts. I just think they're a better, better defense.
0: And it's and don't forget, it is in Rams Stadium, which you got they like. I keep forgetting that they're playing in Los Angeles. Yeah, cheapest tickets, sixty
1: four hundred dollars. I'm not saying there's not people with money in Ohio but in order for a fan from Ohio to go to the Super Bowl you're going to need, you know, a $500 plane ticket, probably $1000 in hotel in LA, right? Like two nights mm-hmm. in LA for a hotel near the stadium, maybe three nights if you're doing a whole Super Bowl experience is another 1000 bucks plus $6000 tickets plus food and drink. We're talking about a $10,000 expense to hit a Super Bowl here. LA There's, I feel like there's just so many people there with fucking money. Like, Oh, the random real estate investor that makes a million dollars a year. That's like, I'll buy a $20,000 ticket. Right. And yesterday you saw Leonardo DiCaprio and who, uh, whatever. There was like every celebrity in America there. So it's going to be hard to get a ticket. And I think it's going to be, even though those are usually like opponent games, I feel like this one's actually be a pretty LA heavy game. Um, and, there's one concern is Aaron Donald against that offensive line, man. That is so a concern.
0: I just we'll like see what the story happens.
1: Line. I do too. I'm rooting it's for the. Two bangles, it's It's so. too. And
0: it's too early. I have no idea. Really, me neither.
1: But I'm rooting for the
0: Bengals. Don't get me wrong, Joe Burrow, baby. Yeah. And, and, I, and it's, it's, anyway, either way, whoever you pick, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I am eight and four in our playoff bets in in the playoffs. And what, what's your record, Sammy? Three and something. What is it? Three and, three three and nine. nine. Three, nine so uh i don't know where you're taking me to dinner but uh, i'm looking forward to it
1: we'll find out the bets are <laughs> over
0: i've lost i'm not
1: even gonna bet against you for the super bowl i'm just going for
0: i'm just going uh, for the bangles no matter what yes, now i can I, do it without any like i anymore. like the
1: bangles i'm just saying I, I think the rams are the smarter pick but there is something about like that momentum journey you know fairy tale story so exactly. go bangles i did tweet yesterday the bangles if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, it's giving me this like weird hope about the Seattle Mariners. They seem very similar. Like they've yeah. been shitty for thirty years, right? Like no hope in that city when it comes to the those teams. When it comes to the Bengals or the Mariners, for some reason, it feels like
0: a Mariner story to me. So it totally I totally like does. It. But hey, I have a question. Real quick question: Is this a reach right now? Tell me if it's a reach because I feel like I'm reaching a little bit. You know how I say you know Super Bowls, championships, things like that come in bunches. Yep. The Cincinnati Bengals bound to the Super Bowl. The Cincinnati Bearcats made the college football playoffs. That's a reach, yes. Okay, they lost right. by like
1: thirty in the playoffs.
0: Okay, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, Final Four.
1: Yeah, it's a reach, and the Reds I think were like a top
0: five bottom team in that MLB. So yeah. wait till next year, Joey Votto, baby. I'm just saying, it's obviously a reach. Mariners Reds World Series.
1: Could be. You never know. You never know. But that one was very much reach, yes. Okay. Well, let's get on to our bonus stuff, George. All right. Like I said, we'll be back Monday for our long version again of uh, Super Bowl week, but don't be shocked if we come on more often. It's our last week of football. We might try to pull out a couple
0: little pods here and there throughout the week. Um, in the meantime. But before, we get move, but before you move on, do you, do you want to do two minutes on Brady? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We could just save that for later this week on its own podcast. Okay, uh, in, in, if he retires. That's what we're going to yeah. say. The reason we're not starting with that is, some, you know ESPN's still writing, oh, he's retired, but that's because they broke the report, but he hasn't retired yet.
1: Also, the other reason we didn't talk about it is because yesterday was the AFC-NFC
0: championship. That was, I know. Well, which one's was I mean, more the reason
1: why we didn't start with it? If we had a podcast yeah. like Friday morning, we would have started with it, but that's yeah. why we didn't start with it. So we kind of forgot. It's okay. We were just shooting the shit. Like I said, it's Super Bowl week. We'll try to pump out. If we have a 15 minute podcast on Brady on Wednesday, just keep yeah. tuned on the, on the, stay tuned on the, uh on the podcast feed for all that. Um We'll do some more content. We'll talk about this off air, but we'll, we'll get a couple small clip ideas, small podcasts for the week because it's our last, our last 15 days of football, George until next year. Yeah. That's all shitty right. as that sounds. I know. Did you just like, just like stab me in the heart? I know. I know. I, I apologize. Um, and for those that don't know, we do have a Seattle sports podcast. So check out sports on tap Seattle. We're going to be posting a new episode. there, talking about uh, Seattle and and if they're far behind or not. So George, what's up, my man? I want you to rock us out with your first. Am I the asshole for the week? And if anybody wants to hear the other ones, you got to come find us on Friday on the bonus podcast of am I the asshole for the rest of them for the week.
0: All right, Uh, do you want me to rock it? Because you usually, I rocked it last week, the first one. Yep, I do want you to. Okay, just making sure. All right, so our first, Am I the Asshole? All right, Sammy, it's titled, Am I the Asshole for Eating My Fast Food in the Car So My Girlfriend Can't Have the First Bite? And the story goes, I've been living with my girlfriend for the past six months. We are both in our early 20s and have an overall great relationship. From well before our relationship began, I've been a big fast food eater. There's an intersection in my city that hosts seven—that's right, seven different fast food restaurants—and I'll frequently basic and I'll frequent basically all of them. Since I do shift work, I'm generally off the off the clock at around eleven a.m. And then, being too tired to cook, I'll hit up a burger joint for a cheeseburger and some fries. My girlfriend always wants to have exactly one bite, exclusively the first bite of every item I order. When I noticed this, I would start by contacting her on my way to the restaurant, asking if she wanted something. Her answer was consistently no. But when I get home and dig in, the crinkling of a fast food bag is like a pug bell to her. She's immediately beeline straight for wherever I'm eating and asks if she can have a bite. This sounds like someone I know, Sammy. I've asked if I could it sounds like little... George George, actually. Yes, yeah. that's why I chose this one. The amount, the
1: amount of time, I read this one before, so that's why I'm not, not too much reaction. I've I've seen this one. But yeah. I the first thing I think about is George. As you guys know on this podcast, he is my brother. And uh, George tends to see people eat like, hey, do you want anything? I'm grabbing food. No, but can I get a bite? And it's like once you're sitting down, you're like, no, I don't want to give you a bite. I asked you if you wanted some, right? Like usually when okay. I buy a burger buying it cuz i want to eat a burger not cuz i want to give people my burger so should sell like a
0: bite of burgers. I've asked if I could just leave a little at the end. No, she wants the first bite. I think she's asking too much, by the way, here. I pleaded with her just to let me buy her food. No, she doesn't want to eat that much. I agree with her. That's exactly how I feel. I've tried ordering a bit more and letting her polish off the whole burger. No, she'll turn every item into a sample platter and then throw away the food I bought for her after the first bite if I don't eat it. I don't like it. I don't like this bizarre culinary version of just prime nocatus. I don't know what that means. For the past few weeks, I've been eating in my car and discreetly disposing of the wrappers. I was just telling her I wasn't hungry after work, but the other day she found a garbage bag full of fast food wrappers. And now we're been on garage day and she's furious at me for lying to her. Am I the asshole for not sharing with her? just prima notice is
1: was a supposed legal right in medi- medieval europe george allowing the the lords to have sexual relations with subordinate wives so aka um he's saying like what is this some culinary version of legal rights to every single first bite of my okay. food
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um do you want to get st- you want to start here yeah i mean he's
0: not the asshole he's uh, not no 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 he's not
1: th- the thing is um I would say he's the asshole if it was like, you know, he didn't really try other options. The problem here is he's obviously made it clear that, like, I don't like you eating my first bite. So allow me to, you know,
0: bring you something or allow me to bring you an extra piece and then she'll throw it away. Or let me or can you just wait till the last bite? She's like, no, I want the first bite. That's weird. It has to be the first
1: bite. I think I saw this somewhere in the comments, but I think she... I think she has some weird now, like, um, what do you call it? Like, it's not like a like she like feeling of like superiority by getting first. bite. There's like this weird yeah. unconscious like feeling of like, oh my God, I know he doesn't like this, but like, I can't believe I'm going to get the first bite from him again. And he's a good boyfriend. Yeah. He's probably just, and he's one of those guys that seems like he doesn't want to fight about it. So he's like, what, what do I do? Right. right. You know, he's Because it's—is this breakup worthy? No, like you've done this your whole life. Like if you have a good, he said, we're both early to have overall a great relationship. Sounds like this is his one problem. So my thing is, honestly, I don't know. My my only problem—he's definitely not the asshole. He's definitely not an asshole. He's not the asshole. I don't think he needed to like start hiding it and then disposing of the rappers because what I would do. And some people might say this is an asshole move, but I don't care. I would honestly just come home and be like, I'm taking the fucking first bite. Sorry. You're yeah. lost. Get pissed or take, Or just
0: opinion. while you're driving home, always be like, oh, I couldn't wait. Took a bite on the way home.
1: Yeah. or No, I would do it however I peacefully like to eat. Maybe he doesn't like eating. I don't like eating food on the way home. Mm-hmm. You know me. I like to set up. Yeah. If I buy food, I like to set up in front of a TV or and put something on my phone and like i'm not an eater on the go i'm like a sit down and enjoy eater Mm -hmm. so like i would sit down and be like listen like i'm taking the first bite i asked you if you want anything if this is gonna be a problem for you like you can find a man with a lot other problems than like wanting to have his own food so
0: well so be it so be it no no, i agree with you and here's one thing that i think like i would love to see fast food restaurants do like it wouldn't be great if they had like a little sampler platter. Like for me, for example, I understand where she's coming from. Sometimes a food looks so good. I'm like, I just want to taste it. I'm not even hungry. I just want to know what this tastes like, especially if it's something I haven't tried before. I'm like, damn, that looks good. I just want a taste of it. It'd be really cool if these fast food restaurants had like a little sampler platter. So when he comes home, he can, she can have a taste of everything. And it's just like a little sampler platter. But I know it's probably not feasible. But I, I do understand where she's coming from because sometimes I do want to bite. And you know that. You know I want to bite. Sammy knows better than anyone else. Sammy can't get a bite of that. I don't want the first bite. I don't really care which bite I get. Seventh, twelfth, first, ninth. But in general, I do understand she wants to try food sometimes that she may have never tried before. So I don't blame her for everything. But the first bite thing, I think it's like this, like you said, like a control, right? She's like, it's it's a control thing.
1: It's a control, and obviously, fast food restaurants would do sampler patterns if it was possible. Of I course. think they know this, but I don't think it's feasible for McDonald's to cut up a fourth of a McChicken and a fourth of a Big Mac and a fourth of a quarter. <laughs> no, I know. And I sell know. It. So that's why they don't do samplers. But yeah, we all like the, the the the. Here's the thing: like I said, not the asshole. Stop hiding. It's it's a her problem. Like, sorry, if I like to eat my own food, I can eat my own food. I will bring you. Some some stuff. If you want to eat, if you don't want to eat, then like, don't eat. And if you do, do like, I'll uh, buy you stuff. Pretty
0: simple. Yeah, yeah. First. I mean, I think his only solution, though, is to buy like, if he has a burger and it sucks, buy two, give her yeah. a bite of one, and say, yeah, you have the first bite, and then just eat your own fucking burger. And yeah, but I, but then he, you're throwing he said away that. food. He's throwing sucks. away
1: food. That's stupid as well. Yeah, it's also stupid. He needs to either food. want to eat or not eat.
0: Like, okay, but is there a solution to this? <laughs>
1: yeah, eat your own food and. She'll start either being honest now and either start to get her own or not. It's pretty simple. Okay. Fair enough. Also, this isn't solution podcast. This is... is No, I, I, know, I know. But I was just wondering <laughs> if there's a solution to his problem here, but there wasn't. I don't know. She might suck, too, for all I know. I don't yeah. know her. Me Sometimes either. we say there's a solution, but we don't know the person, so who knows? True. Anyways, like I said, to catch the rest of these, you got to wait till Friday On our bonus podcast, it will say "Am I bonus am I the asshole on Pod That Brothers feed. If you look up Pod That Brothers anywhere or go to anchor.fm slash pod that, you'll find it there. And uh, make sure to follow us everywhere. Pod That, at Pod That on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Shoot us some love. And as always, this is brought to you by the sportsontap.com. And uh, I think that's all we got. We might try to be out here more often this week. So
0: stay tuned for that, right? Absolutely, man. And uh, I got one thing to tell you, Sammy. I'm actually going to let you say, though, this is the Sports on Tap. And cheers to sports. Peace. You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports.